0: Welcome to Rewatched and Revisited. I am your host, Solomon Ray. And we are rewatching, revisiting, rerunning, and replaying, and running it back for House of the Dragon Season 1. We are now on Episode 7. And this is probably my favorite. favorite episode and i knew it was up there but when i first watched it when it premiered i was like "Mm," it it looked like it was starting off a little late it was a little late i was like this is kind of like a late start like you know like we had episodes where rainier is giving birth it starts off where rainier is giving birth like there's some really good starters for the episodes this was kind of like a little somber, it was a long scene, um, not a lot of dialogue was kind of really popping off, like, it was just like, girl, let's get to the point, but it's actually, when I rewatched it, I said, bitch, this is actually probably the one of the best episodes. Um, so anyway, so it starts off, um, Lady Lena has been burnt to a motherfucking crisp, she's dead, she's roasted, and she's toasted. But they take her burnt-ass, crispy-ass body from Pentos and drag her ass to Driftmark, where she's from, because she's Valyrian. Or, yeah. So, in custom with Valyrian, whatever, um, tradition or whatever, they get buried at sea. So, Targaryens get burnt to a crisp. Um, You know, they get burnt on the pyre. But the Valyrians, they throw them in the sea. So, boom. Boom. So it starts off, and Brother Corliss's brother is basically preaching and holding the sermon and stuff like that. And he's speaking in old Valyrian and, like, you know, all that other shit. But he's talking madcast shit. He's just basically talking about, like... Basically, he's alluding to the fact that um, Rhaenyra's kids are not um, part Valyrian. Neither are they. So sh- he's basically like, oh... I forgot exactly what he said, but something to the tune of like, you know, only true blood or some shit like that. Like he's just, so, but everybody knows what the fuck he's talking about. And Rhaenyra is kind of like gagged a little bit. And then Damon like chuckles a little bit. And then it's like, Damon, this is really not, this is not the time to be laughing at a funeral. You know what I'm saying? Like, You're doing too much, Damon. But also, Damon, you're doing too much. This is not the time to let your grievances out and then talk and be slick. But if we've learned anything with Damon... I mean, not Damon. Brother Corliss and his brother, they are gonna speak their mind. And they're gonna be vocal. And it might come across a little shady. It might come across a little, you know, aggy. But that's just what they're gonna give. So, boom... They go to the repast or whatever. And it's so crazy because I don't really remember no food. You know, like, where the food average. Like, this is crazy. So, everybody's there. It's like everybody is in this scene. And what's really cool about this scene is in most Game of Thrones episodes, <clears throat> whenever all the house, like, you never really got all the houses in one scene like very rarely did you ever that ever fucking happen i may be able to count maybe a few episodes of game of thrones where that's happened but it it really don't and when it does it's some shit's about to pop off like you know what i'm saying but it was so silent during these um scenes where at the repast where after the funeral and it was like there's tension's high bitch tension is high and so, ho- hold on, hold on. Billy, get your ass off the goddamn table. The fuck are you doing? And don't look at me like that, because you know good a goddamn well you were supposed to be up there. Um, <clears throat> shit, what was I saying? Okay, so at the repast, Damon and Lady Lena's two daughters, Bayla and Raina, I want to say their name is, ba- Raina? I just want to know Bela. Um, anyways, the two young daughters are, like, just really devastated. They lost their mama. And it's just like, they didn't get to say bye. It's really some bullshit. I still really got a fucking bone to pick with Lady Lena. Like, that's really, girl, you left them cute little babies out here. Now they motherless. And gotta be cared for by fucking damon of all people like that's really some bullshit so the the kids are by themselves crying damon over here by himself like in a corner which is really some bullshit like those are your daughters like your daughters like not like not saying that boys don't got feelings and whatnot but like those are your daughters like you're raising young women and they're going through it like you should be with your your daughters but you know what Damon's really, uh, let's not even, I don't even really want to get on it in that subject because you already know I stand for him. So I'm not, I can't really talk against um, one of my favorite characters. But anyways, <clears throat> so Rhaenyra goes up to her son. I want to say, bitch, I don't know. Who's the son's name? Jaceris. just hold on. Let me just see if it's in this little write up real quick. Um, Bitch, I don't know. She go up to one of her sons, one of the bastard sons, and she's basically like, you know, your cousins are really going through it. They could really use some kind words. And then her son gags her, Rhaenyra, and it was like, oh, really? Because um, I'm also kind of going through it, and I wasn't given the privilege of mourning. My dad was burnt to a motherfucking crisp, too. Her mom was burnt to a crisp. Well, my dad was burnt to a crisp, and... I didn't get to go to the funeral. I didn't get to say goodbye to my dad. As a matter of fact, I'm really going through it. And if anybody is really... Should be feeling some type of way, it really is me and my brothers because we never got to mourn our father. As a matter of fact, you're still going with this motherfucking lie that um, Lenore is our daddy. And we don't even know where our fucking daddy is. So pass scan to the, the... Everybody like where the fuck is laner laner over here in the middle of the goddamn sea i know it's cold bitch because you know that seawater is cold and it's early in the morning or it's actually there's overcast i don't really know what time of day it is but it looked cold i know it's cold it don't feel good <clears throat> so he's just being a motherfucking simp in, in the goddamn water just sobbing and crying and just some bullshit and so brother corliss is looking and he's he's looking um from the repast from the funeral repass and he's looking he's like damn my son is really going through it so then brother corlis walks up to Cor- Cor- carl carl which is Lenore's white boyfriend and he basically says something to the tune of like like not he didn't say he basically he was just like you need to go attend to him like how like go do your duties or something like that. Like, just, like, you should go see about Lenor. Like, what are you doing here? Which is also kind of crazy because it's like, bitch, this is family and friends. Like, it's actually not even friends, bitch. This is not because it's not even giving family and friends. It's giving family. Everybody here is family, bitch. You are literally not a, fa- a friend or a foe, bitch. Like, you're not a, a, a friend of the family's, bitch. You just fucking the king consort. That's really all you're doing right now. So it's like you over here eating up all the good, good food and drinking up all the good wine. This is not your your space, baby. Why don't you go do your job? Your job last last I heard is actually I don't even know what his job is. Let's say he's a knight or some shit. That's your job. Go, 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 go. Tend to um and do your job. But it was also kind of nice because he was like, my son's really going through it, so I'm sure that could be his way of wanting to you know his son to feel better or whatever but he also checked the fuck out of that white man i was like um the fuck are you doing here uh why why are you getting yourself a plate that's not for you why are you drinking up all the liquor bitch put the hennessy down like this is not for you so i live for that i bitch Bitch, I just ordered me a high C orange from McDonald's. Do you know a couple years ago? I know this is off topic. (laughs) You know a couple years ago how, like, they had it. They not banned it, but they took it from McDonald's? When I tell you I'm so happy that they brought that motherfucker back. It's the only juice that's good from McDonald's. And because I don't really fuck with sodas. And I don't really fuck with juices, honestly. I only drink... Iced coffee, water, and wine. <clears throat> um, And plenty of all of it. But if I do am in the mood for some juice, it's like a little bit or maybe like a, um, a lemonade, but not really. But this fucking high sea orange, I don't know. I think it just brings back memories of like getting a happy meal as a kid and drinking this fucking high sea orange. Mm. But you got to water this bitch down because it's a little too sugary sweet, bitch. When I was a kid, I used to love that Kool-Aid sweet shit. I can't fuck with it no more. It's like got me diabetic and shit. Anyways, so boom. So basically, Brother Corliss is like, bitch, get out of here, white man, and go see my son. All right. <clears throat> so boom. That's what happened. And so what's so funny is that I didn't really understand this part. But um, so basically... It, Renee tells her brother. I mean, so eventually, the Renee's kids, uh, her son goes to Bela and her sister, and basically they don't really say anything, but they hold hands and whatnot. And then Rayneese comes over and talks to her grandparents. I mean, her god, I mean, her grandchildren, and they crying. It's really fucking savage. I mean, I'm not even gonna like front, like, I'm not even trying to make it funny. Like, it was really fucking sad to watch. Actually, the funeral when they dumped, um, Lady Lena in the ocean. That shit was sad too, bitch. That shit was really fucking sad. Um, And you can see how sad, like, the kids were. You can honestly see how sad Damon is. And then you can see how sad Rhaenice was. Like, but I was, it's like, it's really no shade, but. <clears throat> like, it's really no shade. But, like, if Allison were to die, like, I can't imagine nobody being, like, sad that she's gone. You know? Like... Lena was such a beautiful woman, but she was really nice. She was intelligent. She didn't start no shit, you know, didn't do no shit. So it's like, I'm sure everybody deadass was like, she's the homie. You know what I'm saying? So everybody was really going through it. Like, even if, like, Rhaenyra died, I feel like nobody, like, people would be sad, but I don't feel everybody be sad. You know what I'm saying? So, um, where was I? So then Basiris goes up to Damon. And he's basically like, hey, brother, like, like, I know we've been going through it and we've been back and forth, but I want you to come home. You need to come home. You need to leave that bullshit aside with Pintos. You need to come on where you belong. And as a matter of fact, I have a little nice little position set up for you at court. You know, come home, which is kind of like, here go Viserys again. And just wanting to ease things over with his brother and giving him like these jobs and these titles. And at this point, Damon's like, bitch, I'm over it. Like I've you've done all these things for me. And it's just I don't even care about that no more. Like there's bigger things in the world. Like it's not like I'm really going through it and nobody's really there for me, and he was like, bitch, I gotta be in Pintos with my my daughters, like, I gotta raise them, so he basically declines his offer, which is kind of like, bitch, being in Pintos is what the reason honestly why Lady Lena is dead. So, Anyway, so boom, Rhaenyra and Damon meet on the beach um, and then finally fuck, which I'm just like, oh, thank God. You know what I'm saying? Like, just finally. Like, I was so like over the back and forth and like just the the buildup of it. But it's like, oh, just come on and fuck and get over with, bitch. Like, just come on. Honestly, sometimes I be seeing the girls in movies and honestly, some of the gays on Twitter be having sex on the beach and I'm just like... Whenever I go to the beach, I really do not like going to the beach much. Because there is sand everywhere. And there's sand. Ev- it's no matter where you turn. Like, you'll find sand for days. In your sandals. In the crevices of your sandals. In the beach bag. In the um the cap with the with the sunscreen. There's just fucking sand everywhere. So, I'm just like... The girls just be having sex on the beach. Like, I I, I mean, I don't know. Because that's not my ministry. But I'm just like, do sand end up in your vagina? You know what I'm saying? Like, and I can't imagine, like, the granules of sand rubbing in your vagina. Or, like, let's say, like, it's... Go- I don't know. I, I don't even know why my mind goes with these things. Like, well, every time I see watch sex on screen... I Like, I never be in the moment. Like, I never be like, whenever I watch people having sex on, like, movies and television, I be like, oh, my God, look at how romantical this is. Like, no. The first thing I think of is, like, damn, bitch, you was just on horseback riding cross-country to this place, and the first thing you want to do is gobble up some dick? That's crazy. Like, Damn. You know, are like, wow, where is the shower? Where are the wet wipes, bitch? Like, what, you know, like, are either, like, people be having sex and they're, like, sweating after, like, and I'm just, it's just, maybe it's something I got to work out in therapy. I got to figure these things out. Maybe one of these days, I'm never going to go, but one of these days, maybe, but um, I just, that's where my mind goes. So when I see people having sex on the beach, especially dark You know, I'm like, damn, like, what if a little granule of, like, sand gets in the hole of your penis? You know, like, that would hurt, bitch. Or either it'd be, like, in your booty hole. Like, it's just... (sighs) I don't know. But needless to say, they fucking. And honestly, thank God. And during this time, Prince Amen, who is the middle child of Allison remember the one who don't got no no dragon so he hold on god damn it there was something that Alicent said to Aemon, and i can't remember at the funeral repast, but he i remember him looking at jaceres or one of Rhaenyra's children and kind of just feeling sorry for them because like he's like damn bitch i know you know you lost your daddy too you know what I'm saying? Like, and Bela and Reyna done lost their baby. I mean, they mama, and like, you know? So it's kind of like a sweet thing. And honestly, that is really kind of like the last time where they become like nice to each other, if you, if you will. So, anyway, so long story short, Prince Amen sneaks out, and because he knows Lena's ass done got fucking burnt to a crisp, Vagar don't got no Dragon Rider. So he works to. Um kind of take over Vagar. Like he sees Vagar sleeping. He's like, bitch, let me go claim him. And it's kind of like a little tussle. But eventually he claims Vagar. And hold on, let me see what this cat is doing. Cause I feel hold on. Let me stop recording real quick. Cause oh my God, they're playing with this um this bottle cap. Okay, so anyway, so he he claims, Eamon claims Vagar. And it's kind of wild to me because Vagar don't really put up much of a fight. She's just like, all right, girl, I guess. Come on. And it's it's kind of wild. And I don't know if it's like indicative of the fact that Vagar's the oldest dragon. So she's probably like, bitch come on let's just let's just do this like bitch she's probably done had so many damn writers and she's just like don't really want to give up off a fight like i don't i really don't know but it just was very wild to me how easy it was for amen to claim Vagar. i think there's a little bit more behind it maybe she felt sorry for the boy maybe i don't really motherfucking know but needless to say i was really shocked that he was able to claim that big ass like Dragon, in a matter of minutes. So anyway, so word gets around they um back at back at the camp, (laughs) um, so Bayla and Raina they're like bitch somebody stole Vagar, and she they run and tell Jaceiris and whatever, and they're like girl like, it's amos So it's this is not cute, but I was gonna say it's kind of cute. All, Rhaenyra's kids, and um. Damon and Lena's kids and then Allison's kids they kind of confront him and they're like how dare you steal my mom's um dragon and Eamon's like bitch your mama is dead so it's not hers no more she's fucking dead and she's like bitch that was supposed to be my dragon and she's like well girl you should have claimed it then and honestly T, and I never really want to side with Anybody on Allison's side of the family, I never do. But he has a point. Like, girl, I mean, g- granted, damn, the, the mama just got thrown in the sea, like, just a couple minutes ago. Like, damn, like, let let it then try to get the damn dragon. He said, no, let me seize the opportunity right the fuck now. And, bitch, he did it. He really fucking did it. So, work. And so, a little fight goes through. She punches one of the um the girls. I really hold, let me just figure out what their names is because this is crazy. I need to stop calling these women or little young girls um Lady Lena's children. That's it. Um Raina and Bela. Okay, so I'm right. <clears throat> so one of the girls, Raina or Bela, ends up like punching. Amen, smooth in his motherfucking throat, bitch. Just boosh. And not for nothing, his reflexes is pretty good. He punches her ass right the fuck on back. And they gagging or whatever. And then so, the two um, two of Rhaenyra's kids run up and start pr- trying to protect the girls. And then they fighting amen aiming, you know, twirling and twirling and twirling. And I mean, I really hate saying this, but The you could tell that Raina Rainier's kids are not really fighters, you can tell like they're like kind of soft boys, if you will. Not, I don't mean that in like a mean way, but like they're softer boys, they're not hardened or like have this like eat, like you can, like, there's like an evilness to um Allison's children, it's kind of creepy like there's some sort of sinisterness to them where there's something really sweet with Rhaenyra's boys anyways so they sticking up for their cousins and they twirling they twirling and then Eamon picks up this big ass fucking rock and he's like bitch I'll smash your brains out to I think Jaceris or whatever or Luceris bitch fucking one of them damn boys child and he's like bitch I'ma bust your motherfucking dong bitch and they're kind of scared and so the other brother throws some sand in Eamon's eyes to kind of like catch him off guard. Well, the other brother, he gets a sword or like a dagger, and then slices Eamon's eye um on the side of his face and slices it up. And there's blood coming out of everywhere. And then all of a sudden, the um they get separated. Long story short, they all in one room now. And now it's all the kids, and Allison's there with the maesters, and they're sewing up Eamon's eye, and she's like, "Girl, what's uh, you know, will it heal? Will it heal?" And the maester's like, "Yeah, the skin will heal, but the eye is done. Like he's gonna be blind, bitch, out of the eye." And Allison's like mortified. Like she's really, you can see that Allison is on the verge of a nervous breakdown. Have you ever seen? Oxygen snapped when women just fucking snap. Allison's about to snap. She's really on the motherfucking verge of a nervous breakdown. <clears throat> so, boom. In comes Brother Corliss and Raynees, And they're like, what's going on? What's going on? And, you know, then all of a sudden here, here here come Rhaenyra and Damon. And they're like, what's going on? What's going on? And it's like, then they finally figure out what's going on or whatever. So, boom. So then Viserys is, like, really pissed off. He's like, girl, I want y'all to go to bed. Like, this is crazy. Let's just get some sleep. Like, you say sorry. I say sorry. Oh, what happened was Viserys is like, what the fuck happened? And asked Eamon, tell me the motherfucking truth. And it's known that Eamon, so this is what, re- this I forgot to mention this. The reason what kind of started the two boys, Rhaenyra's boys, to really twirl and, like, really give it off like that was because he called them um, a bastard. And I think t- said something about their daddy burning in hall or something. I don't know. And so it becomes—it's it, aware to Viserys that Aemon, you know, questioned the legitimacy of Rhaenyra's kids— And was like, no, that's some bullshit, that's some bullshit. And everybody's in the goddamn place. Like, everybody there's like, girl, now we all know this is, like, come on now, Rhaenyra. You really, you really now believe in that lie? You really, like, really? Come on now, girl. And so, um, Viserys is like, who the fuck told you this? And he looking at Allison, and Allison is shook, because it's basically Allison. And Allison's like, bitch, don't, don't, don't snitch on me, ho. So instead, he snitches on his brother, which is crazy. So then he goes, um, Aegon, who's drunk and shit, and he's like, Aegon, who the fuck told you this bullshit? And he tells basically his dad, he's like, quit playing games, dad. You know, good and goddamn well, everybody thinks it, and it's true. Look at them. They don't even look nothing like you. They don't look nothing like me. They don't look, look nothing like Lenore, And they don't look like nothing like R- Raina, Rainy, Rhaenyra. So, give it up, delicious. And honestly, I fucks with Egan because of that. Because he could have really took a different road and be like, bitch, I don't, know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I made some bullshit up. Especially after your brother done snitched on you. If your brother done snitched on you, I, you know, it could have been like that. He said, I don't give a fuck if my brother snitched on me at all. Like, listen, look at them kids. Do they look like? Come on, use some god, use some motherfucking sense, dad. You know, good and goddamn well to make her kids. So everybody's talking about it. So what are we even talking about? And I fucks with that. And so Viserys is like, basically, like anybody say some other shit about um, Rhaenyra's kids, cut their tongue out. And everybody now get your shit up and go to bed. Like I've been telling y'all, go to fucking bed. I'm trying to go to sleep. Y'all re- messing with my motherfucking sleep, bitch. So he's so he's about to like just dip out, and Allison's like, "Hold on, this is no. What are you talking about? We're not done here. My son lost a, a whole entire motherfucking eyeball. This is your son. No, we need to write this motherfucker wrong. And he's basically looking at Allison like, "Bitch, well, how the fuck you think I'm gonna do that? Like, I can't grow a new eyeball for the for the kids. So, girl." come on, and let's, like I keep saying, let's go to bed. Bitch, Allison's like, no. Then Rhaenyra's child needs to lose an eye. And I'll give her the decency. Y'all can pick which eye, but you're gonna lose an eye today. Bitch. And he was like, girl, shut the... And then Viserys base was like, girl, shut the fuck up. Ain't nobody doing all that. Go to bed. And it's kind of like, it's really... It's not funny, because... You could see how angry Allison was. You could see how scared Rhaenyra was and everybody. And honestly, if that happened to my child, I I mean, I can't imagine me taking the high road. Because if you really think about it, this is just another example of how many times Rhaenyra is just playing in everybody's face. And you know I fucks with Rhaenyra, but she playing in everybody's face. And now it's gotten to the point to where you've been playing in everybody's face and getting away with all this bullshit. And now all of a sudden, my son's without a motherfucking eye over your bullshit. And now you're just going to walk away. And so basically, she's just asking her husband, like. Have my fucking back. Like, this is so fucking embarrassing. Like, why ain't you gonna have my back when you know, you know, good and goddamn well, this is wrong. If it wasn't, like, if it wasn't for Rhaenyra, if it was anybody else, you he would have lost his cool. You know, he would have lost his cool and would have been like, all right, pull out an eye. Actually, I don't really see Vene- Viserys being that type of girl. I really don't. I feel like Viserys is not that type of person. Like, he really every fucking chances he get, he's always trying to pick the, the road less violent, the road less bloody. Like he does not enjoy violence, you know. Where it would have been somebody else's king, especially. I'm. It reminds me of a scene in Game of Thrones where, um, Arya Stark, what? Now I'm trying to remember this. Did something to Joffrey um damn it I'm trying to remember what the fuck happened something happened with Arya Stark was it Arya I don't really remember but anyways long story short um Cersei Lannister was like no this bitch no it was it was the wolf that was it that was the, the the dire wolf and She was like, no, well, if in right when both of the kings, I mean, not both the kings, but the king and Arya Stark's daddy was like, all right, kids was acting up. You know, they they doing too much. Let's move on. And y'all make up. Look, the kids going to be good. Let's just go to bed, guys, and just call it a day. And Cersei's like, hold on, wait. My son was injured. So we need to kill that, that wolf. And sure enough, it was like, you know what? Let's do. It. That's that's a reasonable thing. So I feel like if it was any other king, they would have been like, you know what, Allison? It's some bullshit, but you got a point. That child need to lose an eye. I think it would have happened. I really think it would have happened. But Viserys don't really enjoy smoke. He's not about that life. And plus, he's a family man. So he's. I feel really bad for Viserys. Most of and bitch, this might be the reason. <laughs> this might be the reason why he looked crazy. <laughs> Especially in this episode He look old as fuck <laughs> This might be the reason Because It's just getting to the point Where he's just like Bitch I just want I don't want to be arguing no more This is supposed to be my golden years bitch And clearly I'm on th- The path to death <laughs> I am not enjoying life right now This is not good for me Like I'm just trying to Just Enjoy my family And I want y'all to just be happy This is some bullshit So I feel but then I also feel if it wasn't Rhaenyra, and let's say it was somebody else like that he didn't really care about, I don't think he would be like, oh, you know, pluck the eye out or nothing. But if he might get something where close to I think he would have sided with Alicent. I really do. But when it comes to Rhaenyra, that's like his golden child. And he's just like, no, I'm not. We ain't doing it. So Alicent's... Sp- By roles. And she tells Sir Kristen, like, All right, well, I come, Sir Kristen, go get that motherfucking eyeball, bitch, by command of the queen. And Sir Kristen was like, Yeah, I'm, no, she was like, You're in service of me, or something like that. And he was like, Basically, like, Yeah, I'm there to be your bodyguard, but that's all I'm really able to do. Now, baby, let me tell you something. If Larry's Strong was around, you know that nigga would do anything for Allison. I think he he trying to fuck because he done already. Bitch, he killed his goddamn daddy and his brother for Allison. You know he would have plucked that child's eyeball out. It may not have been in front of everybody. He would probably wait until the child asleep and then plucked that eyeball out. But he would have plucked it. He, I know he itchy to just be like, bitch, just tell me when. And and the crazy thing is, Allison, know it. But Sir Crispy Kristen was like, bitch, you got me fucked up. <laughs> I mean, I fucked with you, and you definitely saved me not too long ago from the bullshit and from my suicide. I really got your back, but bitch, ugh. Now, one thing I'm not about to do is fuck with Viserys, and I'm definitely not going to fuck with Rhaenyra, so... And I'm definitely not gonna fuck with da- Damon. So I mean, we can figure out something else, but this ain't about to happen. So she's sp- and then she snaps. And then she grabs the um fucking dagger, the Valerian steel dagger from um Basiris and goes, starts charging and gets ready to go. Be like, bitch, if you ain't gonna do it, I'll do it myself, bitch. And Rhaenyra gets in front of her child and then clearly. Um, ends up getting cut because, like, kind of part of it. And right when she's looking in Allison's eye, when is looking in Allison's eye, she's like, exhausting, isn't it? Hiding behind the cloak of your own righteousness. But now they see you as you are. Bitch. Gag. That was a little gag. Like, imagine, like, saying that while somebody got a gun to your head. You know what I'm saying? Like... Clearly, it's not a gun, but like, just imagine, be like, oh, exhausting, isn't it? Oh, it must feel nice that now you can kind of take off that phoniness and all that bullshit, all that righteous religious girl shit that you was doing, all that, all that, all that religious shit that you was doing. That oh, but, oh, okay, girl, now we see you for who the fuck you are—a trifling hoe. So she gags a little bit, and yeah and then they go back to bed finally and i know it's like i know was' just like oh thank god i'm ready to go to bed so then they drive they they leave Driftmark. you know they're like bitch let's just pack up let's go we going back to king's landing so boom they gone um well hold on so then but also before wait a minute back up Eamon goes up right before the scene closes. Eamon goes up to Allison and basically kind of hugs her and's like, "Mom, just relax. You OD'ing. Like basically like being a teenager. Like, mom, you so OD' right now. Like, girl, relax. Like, yes, I lost an eye. That's crazy. Wow. But, bitch, we just got vagar. I just gained vagar. And for like a, like I can imagine being a kid and. Everybody got Jordans. Everybody got, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody got something, like, what was it, like, the thing that was really lit back in the day? Like, whatever. Maybe, like, a Nintendo, Sega Genesis, the PlayStation, whatever. Like, everybody got one but you. So, they're really kind of roasting you. and like, bitch, you don't even got this. You ain't even got the fresh shit. Like, you're a whack-ass bitch, and nobody fucks with you. And so, like, you kind of feel some type of way. So, when you finally get it by any means necessary, you're like, bitch. Yes, I did that. And you could kind of like low-key kind of breathe. So being a, as a teenager, he's like, bitch, fuck that eyeball. I got me a dragon. And that's wild because to think you want a dragon and they're so – well, they are very coveted. But it's so – it's such a status thing. Excuse me. a such a status symbol that you're willing and very okay with losing an eyeball for it. It's like, bitch, I don't give a fuck. I got me a dragon. And I didn't get just any dragon. I got the dragon. I got I got I got the dragon, bitch. I really got it. So, anyway, so now that old boy is dead, the other hand of the king got burnt to a crisp <clears throat> in um Heronhall. <clears throat> they brought back Otto Hightower, so now he's back being Hand to the King. And he's basically telling Alicent, like, girl, you really fucking did that, bitch. Like, I didn't think you had it in you. I thought you uh, were a baby back, bitch. But you really fucking did the do, bitch. And congratulations. And she's kind of like, no, they're gonna they saw me for who I am. I I broke character. Da-da-da-da. And he's like, girl, please. And basically, he was just like, you do understand we have Vagar. We have, like, the biggest baddest dragon of all and a war is around the corner so we're 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 looking pretty good right now so that's basically that and so then that's when they sell off and so while they're selling off damon and renair is over here talking like um it's really crazy that you know we think that fire is so lit, but maybe the Valerians have it better because they are really committed to the sea and the water and it's a little more freeing and there's all this other bullshit, right? It's like all this like like metaphorical, like all these analogies and bullshit, like girl, just shut up. And so basically Rhaenyra, cause she's really, she really, honestly, she's really stepped into her um queen shit she asked damon basically she straight up asked damon like we should get married like basically proposes to damon and damon's kind of like not instantly into it but then he's like bitch yeah you're right because basically them forming a block a bond it would be harder to challenge her like her right to the throne and she know shit's already gone crazy bitch It's already been some bullshit. And she's like, bitch, my daddy about to die. And these niggas is really like, they're forming like a big ass thing against me. So I got to start securing some shit. So I already fucked with you. You already gave me some good dick on the beach, bitch. I'm still kind of sprung. So let's get it on a pop and let's just get married. And Damon's like, bitch, are you dumb? Like, you are married for one and yes you're married to a faggot and yes y'all don't be fucking and as, as a matter of fact we don't even know where the fuck he at quiet as his motherfucking cap like he's supposed to he, he barely showed up to the motherfucking funeral bitch and when all the shit went down with your kids he wasn't even there as a matter of fact Allison was like oh I really wonder where Lanar is because bitch where was he probably sucking some damn dick what do you do when you're sad and depressed? You want to munch on a piece of dick. You know what I'm saying? So, boom. So, he's like, Rhaenyra girl. Damon's like, Rhaenyra girl, girl, boo. Like, you're... The only way that's gonna happen is until Laner dies. And Rhaenyra's like, okay, so then he gotta die. And they concoct this plan to where... They're like, all right, cool. So... Damon, being the sneaky motherfucker that he is, he goes down to the port or the the pier or wherever the fuck the ships are. And he go up to Carl, which is Laner's white man. And he told that white man, he said, listen, there are places in the free world or the free whatever that's not part of Westeros where money can get you anything you want. People respect you because you got money. Here in this world, they respect you by your name, by your status. And you, my friend, don't have that. You are a nobody. You are a non-motherfucking factor bitch. And looking at you, it's kind of crazy that someone so low on the totem pole such an insignificant person is dressed so nicely you like all the nice clothes girl you like the fashions you like the louis louis gucci prada bitch is that christian dior bitch wow Mm-hmm. C- custom down bitch yes i see a little bust down bitch like i see you i see you and i ain't mad at that's really what he was saying. like i bet I see you and i ain't even mad at you but let me let me let me put you up on game, because this isn't gonna last that long, baby. And I see that you like the finer things in life. Why don't you do this thing for me, and you can run off to the sunset with a bunch of money. We'll give you a bunch of money and leave disappear. So. Rainier and Damon were like, bitch, they were kind of worried about doing this because they're like, bitch, if we kill Leonor, Rainice and Brother Corlys, and basically everybody's going to and we get married, everyone's going to suspect we fucking were part of like the murder, the murder his murder. And he and she was like, and that's and that's going to be useful for, for us because they will fear what we together are capable of. And that is such a sickening thing because it's like, bitch, bitch, imagine like, like seeing, like suspecting and really knowing that's what happened is Rhaenyra and Damon killed that man and got away with it they some sickos they are some power hungry motherfuckers i would not want to cross them you know that's kind of like kind of gaggy which is kind of like a genius plan so basically they set up this fake ass shit where carl the white man um laner's white man um they're like bitch we need witnesses so they go into um what's it called what what hall is this um High Tide Castle, that's what it is, which is Brother Cordless's um, castle. So, they, basically, they get into, like, this sword fight in front of, like, this, this boy. And his boy's like, you guys gotta stop, you guys stop, you guys stop, I'm gonna call the guards. So he runs and calls the guards. Well... Damon ends up murdering some Rando security guard in the hall and puts him in a fi- in the big ass fireplace. And so by the time Rayneese and everybody comes and Brother Corliss comes, they think that the, the burnt up, charred up, crispy ass body is the one of Lenore, which it's not. What happened was um, Lenore and his white man sailed off. And basically, just left, which is crazy because it's like, you know what? I'm not gonna do this. I'm not. I'm not even going to interject my fucking opinion. Like I'm not, because it's not about that. It's not even giving that. This is a fantasy world. This is the. This is not even the real thing. This is not even real. But it's like you gonna leave your whole family your nieces your your like they're not really your sons but you going to leave your mama and your daddy for some white dick we were rooting for you we was all rooting for you i was rooting for lenor when he came in and says seize the motherfucking day and saved the goddamn day and was really the star of the stepstones while we over here thinking it was Damon. No bitch. It was Lanor who fucking killed and defeated the crab beater. And the triarchy. It was Laner's gay ass. My people. Who did it. And didn't get the motherfucking credit. Damon's old white ass got it. But it was really fucking Lanor. We were rooting for you Lanor. We was all rooting for you. How dare you. Learn something from this. And you gonna go and, and give up all this shit and give up all your coins to be with a white man? <sighs> Major L. Major L. Major L. And what did I say last episode? I think I said something like: You are cute, you are tall, you got access, you're rich. You can have any boy you want, and you're giving up all that for this white man, girl. Couldn't be me, really couldn't be me. I know Rainier is like, he'll go, he'll go. I know Damon's like, you think you're gonna do it, girl? Rainier's like, girl, you seen all the white men he been fucking since we've been married? Please, yes, I'm sure he will. And one side note, there's a scene where Lenor comes like the next morning while Rainier is getting stitched up after she got sliced and diced by Allison. And he's like, "Girl, you okay?" And basically, he's just kind of comes to terms with like, "I'm really sorry, Carl, the white man." He's like, "He's gonna go out to sea, but I'm not gonna follow him. I'm gonna be here with you. We need to like prepare for your exen- extension, and like, I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be." The best uh, husband I possibly can. We fucked it up. And he, there's like a moment where he's like, I really hate the fact that the gods made me like this. Like I, he was like, basically, like, I hate the fact that I um, I'm gay and Rhaenyra, who I'm sure. Hold on. The fuck is this? Okay. So, and then I know is over here getting stitched up. She's already going through it. She's having anxiety because she's like, bitch, everybody's coming from my motherfucking jugular. This motherfucker ain't making it easier. And it comes to light that she's like, bitch, you realize, she's like, we tried to have a child. So, I was thinking they didn't even try, bitch. I just thought they was just, I don't know what the fuck was up. I don't know if, if I don't know, bitch. I don't know. It might be some, some... Reproductive issues that Lanor got, cause clearly Rhaenyra ain't got no issues having no kids. So it's really like it might it might really be his fault, bitch. And it's it comes like they really fucking try. So she's really going through it, and then he's like really like, bitch. I really hate the fact that you know the gods made me gay. And even despite as angry as Rhaenyra could really be in this moment, she's like no, don't say that, like, you are such an honorable man, like, you're one of the best men I know, like, that's who you are, and that's what makes you great, and, like, she's basically being, like, an ally, like, honestly, honestly, she is the ally queen, she's really the ally queen, because how do you, how do you, she's really the ally queen, she's like, girl, I'm still gonna let you fuck these men, and that's fine, I still fucks with you, she's really an ally queen, she is really fighting for gay rights. Honestly, Rhaenyra threw the first brick at Stonewall. And I'm not going to argue with that with anybody. Like, I'm sure the girls will be like, bitch, no, of course not. No, literally. Rhaenyra threw the first stone, I mean, the the brick, at Stonewall. She did it. She really started it. Yep. Um, I don't know how we need to, who we need to call to change gay history like that, but she really did. So, shout out to an LGBTQ icon and, um, a pioneer, um, for gay rights, Rhaenyra Targaryen. So, anyway, so boom. Um, fucking, Laenor leaves with his white man and then... Q2 fucking Damon And Rhaenyra getting married <sighs> And it is some creepy shit bitch I mean it is like some Some cult shit Like it did not I, It did not make me feel good watching that scene I am not. I don't know what it is I don't know what type of imagery that spurred up in me I don't know why it made me feel like that But it did not make me feel good bitch And it's basically the only wedding I've seen In this whole series Where like it's a, a wedding of love like, they really do like each other or love each other. But it did, not make, it did not make me feel good looking at that blood and cutting each other and drinking each other's blood and mixing. It's just too, it's too, ooh, it's too much. I didn't like that. I don't like that. Ooh, I don't like that. That looked like some some devil shit, bitch. Uh-uh. That looked like some some satanic shit, bitch. Some, some Charles Manson weird shit. I don't like that. Then it make me feel good. Oh, I didn't like that scene. I couldn't even rewatch it. I said, "Ooh, uh, uh." They over here cutting each other's lips and spreading blood all over their faces, and then in the background there's like an altar and it's just dripping with blood all over the table. It's uh, no, that's too much. That's too much. It's getting a little too deep. I don't like that. Just do your little. But they did it in like a traditional, um, Balerian Targaryen custom or some shit. I don't know, but we didn't need to see it. <laughs> we didn't need to see it. We don't need to see all that. Like, just be like, they got married. Just. Mm -mm. I didn't like that. Oh, I didn't like that. That was some creepy shit, bitch. Like, that's the shit that gives me nightmares. So. (sighs) So that's the end of the episode. I don't, it's shit has really motherfucking hit the fan. It's crazy now. It's wild and crazy kids. And, yeah, so who we gotta give a shout out to? Mm, you know what? I'm gonna give a shout out to the um the bodyguard that was sacrificed and killed by Damon and um made to look like Sir Laner. because it really it's really fucked up because he didn't really need to die. I mean, he did, to, and you know, to go through with the plan. Oh, side note before I get, you know, do the shout outs. So in the history books, in the books, they say that um, the the historians, they wrote that um, Carl, the um, Lainer's white man, got in an argument and murdered, um, whatchamacallit, Lanar. So I kind of love the fact that the you know, the people, the writers of the show took it upon themselves to creatively have that, like, sneaky angle of, like, Rhaenyra, Damon, Lenor, and Carl all being in cahoots with each other to kind of devise this master plan of, like, you know, securing um, Rhaenyra's throne. I love that. Like, that is so badass. Because the writers could have really just been like, oh, yeah, they got into a little argument, you know, Laenor's dead. And then cue to um, Rhaenyra hearing the news and was like, damn, that's crazy. Let's get married now. You know? I love this. This was, like, so cool, so badass. But it's not in the books. It literally just says, oh, yeah, um, he got an he got in a, a argument with his white man and he's dead. And that was it. So that's also kind of why I like the books, is they're not... I think I might have mentioned this or not, but the books, unlike the Game of Thrones books, Fire and... Um. Fire and Blood, that's more of, like, a historical account. It reads as, like, um, like a history book, almost. So, it's there's no dialogue. There's no nuances. It's just facts. But it's left up to, like, your interpretation, if you will. So, anyways, so boom. That was all I wanted to say. So, back to the shout-outs. Who are we going to give a shout-out to? Oh, the bodyguard. Because he didn't really have to fucking die. You know what I'm saying? Like, imagine just being like, Bitch, I got to go to work. And... You clock in and put your badge on and you're literally walking to work. And next thing you know, Damon, just snap your neck. <laughs> that's crazy, bitch. That is really fucking great. Like just trying to go, just trying to get a paycheck. That's really wild and crazy. Who else died? Um, Who else fucking died? I think that's it. Is he the only one who died in this episode? damn i can't really think of anybody else yeah bitch it's just really shout out to him and honestly really shout out to him because that's really some bullshit that he died but anyways that is that wraps up episode seven one of the most badass episodes this whole fucking season really lit um the only thing i didn't like was that marriage bullshit that didn't make me feel good at the fuck all but um i would totally rewatch this once again i mean again Anyways, please join me every Monday and Friday as I rewatch and revisit House of the Dragon Season 1. I will be doing Episode 8 next. If you want to follow me on all social medias, my username handle is at Solomon Ray Music. Um, And you can also check out the Solomon Ray Podcast every Thursday. Aside from that, take care of yourself and each other. Bye.